Hello and welcome to the Thursday show here on the Frontline Gaming Network. You know, look, we're not live right now. So, I, you know, I'm not even know what to do with my hands. Not that you'd see it. You could do anything you want with your hands now. Nice. Well, yeah. look, if you haven't figured it out, this is on the Frontline Gaming Network. My name is Paul Murphy, your host. I'm joined by Dustin Hinshaw. Hello, everybody. And Adam Camilleri. Evening, y'all. I just pointed to where you are normally at on camera. See, this is how we're much we do this. We're still there, we're like still metaphysically. There. We're, we're next to each other. We are. Ser- seriously, thanks for uh, play- playing along with us here at home. Uh, you get this podcast wherever you can. Uh, get your podcast normally. And, you know, if you want to tune in live, we need this normally do this every Thursday on the Frontline Gaming Network. But technical difficulties prevented it. But, hey, here we are. We're still here. Through, through sheer class and determination, <laughs> we are going to give you a show. Thick and thin. This is the show where we run down the, the tournaments coming up over the weekend, the list you're going to see there, the factions that you'll break down that you're going to see. We are the living embodiment of the meta. <laughs> oh, we I love are. that. I love that. The, the, I like that too, the mouthpiece, the, the meta mouthpiece. <laughs> the meta mouthpiece. Ooh, we yeah. don't chase the meta, the meta chases us. That's right. Yeah. I am uh, certainly picturing the, uh, the mouth of Sauron when I, when I said the, the mouthpiece of the meta. The mouth of Sauron? <laughs> what? decaying it's it's not doing so well but <laughs> what lord of the rings book did you read the mouth of sauron what the heck are you that's a thing is it yeah yeah, yeah. oh i didn't read i didn't read enough then i'm the i'm the idiot <laughs> you played yourself i played myself <laughs> played myself. hold your questions <laughs> until the end especially if you don't know yeah. uh uh, before we get started, I want to remind everyone the tickets are on sale for right now for the Frontline Gaming Lone Star Open, uh, FLG's Armed Forces Appreciation Event, uh, 23rd, 24th of July. Go and check it out. Get your tickets if you, if you can make it out at the events. Look, I really believe that uh, these types of events are the natural extension of our hobby, and it gives, you know, love talking about it as obvious by us doing this show. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about the Scorched Earth Open, Scottish Takeover 10, and West Australian Iron Man. Yeah, that last one, that last one is going to be a spicy take. It's if you guys don't know how mental Australians are sometimes, well, over there in Western Australia, they're doing five 2000 point games in one day. They're just going to. Wow. I've I've done that before. Uh, It's it's not the most fun I've had. (laughs) Dude, I don't know, man. But, you know, it's one of those things you really do kind of hit that wall. Well, we talk about when we get there, but you hit that wall, then you get right over it. And then it's like second, third win, just firing away. Mm. Uh, I, but I can appreciate them. I bet they're trying to, you know, make use of the space, make use of everybody's time. And look, that may be the five games that people get for their, you know, the quarter of the year. Man, well, I, I like it as an option. Yeah, the, the gentleman who run this will be running uh, this or similar events for quite some time. It seems to be like they love the punchy one days. I can't remember these guys doing many two days. They like that punchy one day, get in, get your goodness, get out. People have got lives, people have got families. Mm-hmm. Understood. I, I, I well, like look. It. Yeah, what we're going to talk about first is is the Scorched Earth Open, which is in Phoenix, Arizona. 67 players, five-round event. Yes, only oh. – only, okay, we all, we almost had <laughs> we almost had a, a mythical event. Ah, yeah, a mythical again. event. So the other two events for this week, apart from this one, 100% of players listed their faction. Do you know how many players didn't list their faction for the Scorched Earth Open? I can, uh, let's I take can a guess. It. I can see it. Yeah, we. so normally <laughs> you would have this listed on the screen. Uh, we are yeah. still playing to the camera. Yeah, we, <laughs> One effing player you, out of three events uh, let me guess did the not faction. Their faction. Let, me, let me guess. Yes, okay, have a punch. Have a punch. 
Chaos Space Marines. <laughs> See, I, I could live with that, you know. Because they're evil. I, I would even, I would even say like Imperium at some point because it's just or an, or an orc player, you know, cha- orc, you know, yeah, just chaotic. Okay, yeah. you know, forgot no, to press a button. That's no, fair. No, it was not. a custodies player. Yeah. So like yeah. quadruple shame. Like what the heck? Talk about the shame. Didn't want to. Yeah. There you I'm go. flicking the back of my finger at you, sir. Yeah, we all are. This is... <laughs> one out of uh, possible. I think uh, so. We got yeah, one out of over 110, 120 players for the three events. Just <sighs> could have been somebody. Right. Could have been let's, a contender. Well, let's run down what we're going to see there. <laughs> all right, let's see. So this is quick and dirty stats. Here we got the Imperial Super Faction is one sisters, seven custodies. Is that including the guy that didn't didn't uh, listen? Yes. To how, why, why, well, you even, only, why do you even give them? There was only one, so I had to why know. You you know? <laughs> <laughs> two had mech, one Astro Militarum, two Grey Knights, and one Imperial Knight. So not too not too surprising there. Now, the Space Marine Super Faction, seven Dark Angels, two Ultramarines, one Black Templar, one White Scar, and one Death Watch. Dark Angels, holy crap. Just so many of them there. That's awesome. Chaos Space Marines, there are two Chaos Soup, three Chaos Space Marines, four T-Suns, and two Death Guard. Xeno Super Faction done a two Necron, six Orcs, and six Tau. Hive Mind Super Faction, there are four Tyranids and two GSC. And Eldari Super Faction, there's just three Drukhari, and that's it. So that means the faction podium breaks down to Custodes and Dark Angels tied at seven, Tau and Orcs at six, and then T Suns and Tyranids at four. What do you guys make of that breakdown? What kind of conspiracy is going on here? Like what, <laughs> yeah, seriously. what dark secrets uh, do these Dark Angel players think that they uh, have? So. I have a theory about, and this is one of the reasons I think Dark Angels are, of, of the Space Marines, I think Dark Angels are the best right now. Not because they're going to beat anybody at the top, but they're going to get the best score while losing. Mm. Because they've got the, they've possibly got some of the best secondary options or secondary flexibility oh, of 100%. any army in the game. 100%. And so, I think if you're going to be, if you're a dedicated Space Marine player and you do, you're not, you're not, you know, tribally aligned to any specific chapter, I'd be playing Dark Angels. Because you're, you're not, probably not going to win against the Tower custodies you know some other lists but you're going to get a good score in the defeat and that might be an appealing option what i want to point out here is how good the spread is like that pod- our podium has six uh, ch- has six factions on it that's a very good spread for an event i think yeah in, in this current environment well let me elaborate a little bit on what you were saying with the you know you're gonna you're gonna you may lose but you're gonna deal with a lot of points and and, mm-hmm. and if you if you do happen to win against one of these other factions it seems like you'll do it just by kind of standing there like mm-hmm. not necessarily interacting with the game uh and and maybe that's good enough to to get through some of the early rounds it's true and yeah. they actually have some good uh, good play into the custodes depending on uh, their their list they're bringing it depends on if people are bringing like the terminator spam or if they're kind of going to a more interactive build the terminator spam i think is probably the best most consistent list you can do but it's definitely yeah. not the most fun to play i can tell you it's- that undeniably the best way to play Dark Angels, and it's also undeniably possibly the most boring army in the entire lexicon of the game. I don't know, man. Like, if you can stand around oh. looking cool, that's that's pretty exciting. <laughs> you know what we're going to do to win this game? Dark Angels, Unforgiven, Killing Machines? Stand. Stand here. That's what you do. You put, your, you put your Terminators on the table, you sit yep. down, and you go, you go ahead, man. You play this game. I'll wait for you to finish. Yeah. That's the get whole eight? basis of the Death Mountain. Oh. Yeah, I'll start playing when you can convince me you're gonna you're gonna get at least eighty five points. If you can't convince me you're gonna get eighty five points, I'm gonna I'm not gonna stand up. <laughs> eighty four is not gonna do it, you bum. <laughs> That's not enough. Yeah, but I mean, so there's still very it's very healthy orcs, very healthy tower, very healthy tyrannids as well. Um, 
and Tsun surprisingly having a little bit of a, a curve here. Not not hugely outstanding above the rest, but there are a few more than some other options. Still um, no force of the hive mind though. Well, yes, still. I, I love it. You can spot it though that this is you know obviously not using the new Eldari book. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes definitely not. <laughs> yeah, the opposite of that. In fact, that's the most barren we've seen in a, a sixty-player event for Eldari in a long time. That's true. Yeah, we're gonna see like this is rem- going to watch this space this will remarkably mm-hmm. change for next week's show flood is what we expect onto the top players in attendance um it's still the start of the season guys so when we say top players in attendance it's pretty much just interesting lists that we think are worth talking about because naturally the standings and the rankings haven't really coalesced yet probably in the next month or two we'll start you know talking about the top players in the itc rankings who's you know who's doing what who's playing what until then we're pretty much just going to zone in on spicy lists are interesting things that are indicative of what a good list for xy as a faction is um and first off is uh the man don Houston himself uh arizona native and somebody of uh pretty much death guard innovator if you ask me yes and exactly what he's doing here gents he's playing a mechanized uh, well he's playing rhino rush um he's got a death guard inexorable battalion he's got a Death Guard, Chaos Lord, a Malignant Playcaster, five units of five Plague Marines. They all have some uh, melee weapon with them as well. Um, a biologist. You talk fire. about like a like a flail or an axe or something. Yeah, like that. I think I think most of them have cleavers, um, cleavers. if I remember right, but I, I could be absolutely wrong there. Um, biologist Putrefy, like I said, a Tally Man, and three Vindicator Laser Destroyers, and then five Rhinos to tote everybody around on the table. This is going to look like some fifth edition gold to me, like. <laughs> Just three Vindies, five Rhinos. That's deployment is done. Um, yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, what's he trying to take advantage of here with the with the Vindicator Laser Destroyers? Because that's not that is an uncommon choice. Very. It's it, so it's extremely dur- it's extremely durable against um, some Tau weaponry. Like it's very durable against SMS and airbursts because they they t- they got the, the nice toughness eight. So not going to crack easily there. They will go down like a ton of bricks to to broadside etc but everything does but where i think he's going for is that he wants to smash custodies so the two profiles on the vindicator laser destroyer are both very good from what i can remember um one of them is strength nine i think it's strength nine minus three d3 plus three damage it is a 36 inch heavy three strength nine ap neg three damage d3 plus three and then the overcharge fire is strength 10 neck four ap d6 Heavy three. Yes, that's got um, a little so what, bit of drawback though. What, what was the uh, damage? What was the damage? Was it the flat six? Six. Yeah, flat six. You want to smash down custody bikes? You get a Praetor bikes. Bam! Nine of those shots coming out of turn. You'll you'll put them down. Wow, that's actually a pretty good profile. Yeah, you, you got to <laughs> yeah, kind of. Great. There's a little bit of a. Anytime you hear overcharge, uh, there's typically a little bit of a drawback. You can do some mortal wounds to yourself, but you know that's still a pretty impressive. Uh, strength and damage to throw down mm. field mm-hmm. i mean 36 inches i mean don't forget the, the the vehicle can move uh so you can maybe start a little bit you know shrouded by terrain and then scoot around and then do some zotten mm. yeah i i don't hate it i don't like how many points it costs at the moment or well because of the value prospect of a lot of other things of equivalent what you get 175 the points, in other points so that exactly. you're, you're costing yourself you know but what we look what we've seen typically, you know, is some um, content for dreadnoughts or whatever, or plague burst crawlers, and you know, it's knowing what I know about the player, knowing what I know about the success of the player. It's hard for me to question 
you know what what's here in the list it, but it, this could just be a test for sure yeah. for sure and really... that, that's the comparison though this thing needs to be better than pbcs that's what that's the, the internal comparison is yeah. and don's obviously zoned in that pbcs don't do much of anything to some tower builds because you know if you're shooting the no line of sight thing cool you just got to they're just going to take their um in cover they'll have a three up armor on iridiums on their crisis suits or they're going to have um shield drones to soak up the the big shots the last kind of shots so maybe he's just like well i'd rather just kill what i can see and this will just these will just do a better job so so that mean you potentially take out crisis suits you know er everything this hits it is removing a whole model which you cannot oh, get from yeah. a lot of um not from every choice for sure. Uh, now, moving on to the next, this is Derek Hale. Um, he's playing a, a uh, list Tarek. that... Uh, Tarek, apologies. Um, he's playing a list that has gone by the wayside a little bit. Some people seem to have forgotten that it exists, and I'm here to draw your attention back to it. He's playing Orcs, Evil Suns, Speed Freaks. He's got two outright attachments. Starts off with the Death Killer War Trike, two units of five Death Copters, two Booster Blasters, uh, two Rucker Trucks, Two WAS bomb blaster jets, the the, the DACA planes, um, and then he's got a war bob, which is a war boss on bike. Six, five, and six war, obsec war bikers because of what the speed freaks mob gives you. Um, this is a pretty dangerous list still, and people seem to have uh, forgotten that it is an absolute hail of fire. In addition, it's a hell of a lot of multi wound, multi damage, which I like a lot. Fast man, it's uh, it's mm, everywhere, it's so and fast. where it goes, it is it is raining destruction. I mean, just with that's the thing, you know, orcs, orc players live and die by those fives, but sometimes they just hit. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they get they can spike just hit. when they spike, you you die. That's just that's just how orcs work a lot of the time. <laughs> that's with the, the shooting that's anyway. The exchange. That's yep. the exchange. I dig it. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Don't sleep on this list. Don't sleep on the the way this is structured. Uh yeah, let's talk about this. Is like nobody's on the no boots on the ground really. Well, you can't. That's that's what you, you you can't take any infantry in the in the army. Um, so that's what you're giving up. Mm -hmm. But in giving it up, all your bikers get obsec. And I like the I like that he's got five man bike units. Uh, can bikes do R and D, or is it? It's not yeah. R and D. It's there's another there's it's, another. It, no, yeah. it's, it's not the R and D. It's the uh, investigate sig. Not that's investigate. No, that's the other one. Oh my god, I got this. Don't worry. There's yeah. There's the one that they need to be like a five. Teleport homers. Teleport yeah, homers. That's that's the one. Hey. This is not yeah. a live show, gentlemen. We could actually research this if we wanted to, but no, we're no. shooting from the hip. Uh, this is what we do. Uh, yeah, so he's got bigger Viker units in order to not fail some actions to make sure he's got a bit of a better curve on the secondaries. Because you could drop like a couple, just have three three by, three uh, orc Viker units, maybe get some knobs on bike in there as well, then have some more obsec. But he hasn't. The other the other interesting thing, he's a skewed um, scrap jets, which is usually the two best buggies, is the rucker trucks and the scrap jets. He's taking booster, booster blasters instead. Do you guys know much about these? Uh, I have seen them and used them before. They're They're... I actually am surprised more people didn't use them when the the buggies went down to, you know, one of each. Because I actually remember them being a pretty good profile. Not obviously not better than the rucker truck or the the scrap jets in my opinion. I can't remember their exact profile though. So they have the good old flamer. They have um, four burner exhausts, which is uh, range eight assault D six strength four auto hitting. So it's four D six flamers. In addition, they've got the cannon which is a DACA 9.6 essentially an auto cannon profile with an extra rend at 36 inch range possibly you know nine shots strength seven minus two two damage um, and so i i'm a huge fan especially they, at 80 they still points have the, they still have the close combat too don't they the, the, the two damage 
Negative. Despite um, in combat, da, 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 they still have the spiked ram. It doesn't have a close combat profile that I can see mm. on here. Um, after the unit makes a move, you can select one enemy within one roll of d6 for each model in the unit, and on each roll of a four plus, they suffer d3 mortal wounds. Um, so you can do, you know, the more the more, uh, more units you get in combat with. Okay. More mortals. Yeah, I actually quite like it a lot, especially for 80 points as being, you know, obviously the the equal cheapest of mm -hmm. the, the choices. I, I, I wonder if that's you know, was the was the choice here uh, so we can fit in more Warbikers again for all these, mm. like the, the secondaries and, and what have you, but you know, it's, it's, a, it's a very devastating list if you ask me. Ah, like, I think fan. a lot big of fan. people underestimate it. It's actually, I like it. I, I'm a huge fan of Defcoptus. I don't know if I've said that before, but I love Defcoptus. I love them. Uh, I I, and I think they are so much better now. The, like, as soon as Custodians got good, I'm like, Defcoff is a good, you know, I, I, I even better. Yeah. Um, nice. just, just the amount of shots. It's just ferocious. It's not even anyway, the shots, it's on. the in-close that are awesome too. Oh, that's true. And your ability to keep them safe. Yep. Um, but uh, Henry uh, Gridley is our next one. And this is, I put this one in because I feel like this is this is pretty close to the kind of prototype Tower Sept Tower list. Now, like I said, it, it's got a battalion and a Supreme Command, which tells you it's got Shadow Sun. Starts off with five Crisis Bodyguard with two Shield Drones, a Commander and a Cold Star. You can assume it's it's the Donkey Punch. Good for everything. Um, it's got an Ethereal, two to ten Breaches, and ten Strikes. And then five Crisis Suits with two Marker Drones and th three Shield Drones. Two units of six Vespered, three Broadsides with five Shield Drones, two Devilfish, and Shadow Sun. That seems to me to be very close to the all-comers Bowsep build for my mind. The two big units of Crisis, one being the Bodyguard, one being the Knot. Um, the big unit, uh, well, the well insulated unit of Broadsides, and then you know two units, of, two units of Fisher Fury, and um, some stuff to make your secondaries easy in the Vespid. Um, I've heard Tau players sh like shying away from the Cold Star, but mm -hmm. yet I keep seeing it in list. So, who's right? Who's wrong here? Who's shying away from that thing? That thing is amazing. Yeah, I have had some people saying that they that. Um, they're not sure it's necessary that they feel like they've got enough going for them already. But I, people just the value proposition wow. is still amazing. The value proposition. Is <laughs> wow, just, guys! Wow, yeah. Tau players. Uh, well, Justin is a god. I, I, I don't I need that. I got enough shots. Wow. Well, exactly. That's what they're saying. They're pretty much like, oh, I don't, this guy's actually not necessary. I'm killing everything anyway. I'll take more buffing units. Take more ethereals. Take you know, Dark Strider or um, Look, something my, else. My job is. It's just call them like I see them, you know. So that's like <laughs> I've heard I've heard people talking about how they feel like it either might be a little bit of overkill or whatever, but yet it keeps coming up in lists. So, you know, I, maybe I they're trying to. Yeah, I think it's incredible. I, it's, I, I'd be taking so so worth the points. Like one of those things. I've I've every game I played against him. Mind you, obviously I play like Genesis the Cult. Every every single gun he has, every one of them kills a different unit every turn. Like it's, <laughs> well, there you go. It's insane. Why are you not bringing yeah. that? <laughs> This is going to be a hard one to call who's going to win, though, because it's such an even spread of factions. Like, I mean, the Tower players could easily knock each other out or get a, the wrong mission when they play the Custody players or the Crusher Stampede players, for, for all we know. It's, it's actually a spicy one to try and pick. Mm -hmm. This is a little tough. I was just looking over the factions because I knew this is a, in, this choice was impending. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I'm going to say Orcs. Ooh. Love it. Yes, I would love that. That'd be a very happy day. That would be a happy day. I uh, feel like there's enough of a mix to where, look, I mean, I, I guess at this point in time, I would I would relegate orcs to being in that that like solid 
you know, second place position. Mm-hmm. They're not a gatekeeper list, but they're not winning the final round. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. That's exactly where they are. They're in, they're a solid A tier army, and um, they they generally only get properly beaten by the the S tiers, the crazies, the the custodies, the towers. Um, and in this field, with this mix, with these with with, with these players, Orcs can take it this week. Yeah, I love it. Why not? Have the power. Why not? And I suppose we should put the caveat that, like, obviously Tau is, I think, accepted to be the best thing in the meta at the moment. And us being contrarian savants, we will refuse to pick Tau at all, <laughs> every choice. Absolutely. So, not picking Tau. I love Orcs. I love the pick of Orcs. But I'm going to go well, Dark Angels because there's seven of them, and that's my faction. Only six Tau, over 67 players, five rounds. It's conceivable they all play each other second round, therefore cutting the field by... You know, <laughs> half. And then there's just the seven custodies to, yeah. to, to roll through. But I think that, especially like, you know, lists like we just talked about with the orc list will play pretty well into the custodies. So, but hey. Yeah, hey. You're right. We'll see. I'll, I'll Next, be taking look, Tyranids. We're going. I'll be taking Tyranids. I, I just, I, I like I like how they look into this, but this uh, current spread of factions right now and what the lists are looking like. I mean, you would. It's Tyranids. <laughs> I love I got away with the Dark Angels pick without copping any slack, but Yeah, but I, I get I get all of it. It's, it's fine. Shit, it's fine. Dustin. What the, be original, man. God. Uh, all right, what's up next? We're going all the way to Scotland. Elgin Scotland. Thirty-two players, five round event. Think about okay. Uh smaller amount of player base, but think just how like the energy that this event is gonna bring because most of these players are gonna play each other by the end of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, this is, uh, what was the name of the event? And where was it from? Sorry. Did I miss that? Uh, this is the Scottish Takeover 10 from Elgin, Scotland. Nice. 100% of players listed faction. Hashtag did the right thing award winner. Thank you very much. All you Scots over there did the right thing. Love you guys. This Thank awesome. you all for doing that. Appreciate it here. So going into the quick and dirty stats here and... Oh my God. Okay. Imperial Superfaction, there are three sisters, two Admech, one Imperial Knight. There's a huge omission there. There's an omission there. What's it missing, guys? Do you think they all agreed on that before the... (laughs) (laughs) Not a single custodes player. Not one. (laughs) I think... Look, I have have a theory. Okay. That actually all 32 of these players are playing custodes and they have decided... (laughs) (laughs) Let's actually have a tournament, guys. Let's not do this. Knowing, Knowing Scott's... They probably would have just put out like threatening letters or just thrown all the custody plays into the sea and been like, share whatever. Just, just, just get out of here. Don't. Just ran, ran them out of town. Custodes banned for this event. Uh, yeah. Space Marine Super Faction. There are two Dark Angels, one Space Wolf, one Ultra, one Black Templar. Chaos Super Faction, one Chaos Space Marine, one T Suns, two Death Guard, two Demons. The Xeno Super Faction, there's two Necrons, two Orcs, four Tau. That's unfortunate with no uh, Custodes. The uh, Hive Mind Super Faction, just three Tyranids. And then the Eldari Super Faction, there's one Mixed Eldari and one Drukari, which means the podium is obviously Tau at the forefront with four. Sisters and Tyranids tied at three, and then a whole bunch of twos. So it's actually an amazing spread. Mm-hmm. Like I actually really if, like if, this. If it's like if they had like two custodies and two tau, oh, this thing would actually that, that would perfect. be the greatest tournament ever. Actually, perfect. Like yeah. the yeah, could not have been more beautiful. Um, there's not really much to say here. 
uh, there's uh, there's no no GSC. I thought no GSC apart from Custodes, no GSC, no Grey Knights. The two ones mm-hmm. that I thought was interesting, and also three sisters. Um, sisters standing out in this pack in this environment, this meta is actually a little bit interesting. Oh, what do you think, um, sisters? It it's weird. It's like they just can't seem to recover uh, from the the release. The ceiling has solidified over, over yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But is this, this, this they just the codex? Out of it? I, I would love it to be. In fact, the the first of the top players in attendance or top list that I pulled out, because when I saw three sisters, I looked at all their lists and I picked out the one that I thought was most indicative of the pack or or, or what what the players were bringing. And this is uh, Alan uh, Mendelson. He's playing a Bloody Rose Battalion. Uh, so this, this also, um, I'm not sure if there is any TO ruling here, but this battalion has more than Vile included as one of the HQ choices. So it must be have been a ruling by the TO that, that you can take her in that slot. Because usually the Bloody Rose supplement says you can't take any of the sanctified units. She has to be taken in Supreme Command if you wanted to take her. But, but it must have been TO ruling um, or some other shenanigan. Or he's just choosing not to play with the supplement. He's just playing with the rules out of the, out of the codex. actually playing Custodes and just put a sister's list in. <laughs> for the lols like the clues <laughs> the clues the are lining up trolling the, trolling the Thursday show he's got more than Vile he's got a Cannon S three units of five battles this is ten Sacrosense four four nine Repentia um, a Dogmata five Dominions nine Zephyrum six Seraphim five Retributors two Exorcists and a Rhino now what's spicy there is that his two the last are really really good more than Vile and two Exorcists as your two the last options are phenomenal for Sisters players um I actually quite like this list it has the right sized units I think for the meta a big unit of Zephyrim a six man of Seraphim sorry woman um three units of Repentia about two two four mans or, or four women's to to just go out and kill an obsec unit of from your opponents and cause some attrition and then a nine man to, to do the, the heavy lifting uh, I, like I like that it's 1700 points of push it forward yes yeah. it is yeah yeah and then yeah 250 odd of uh exorcist sitting at the back yeah is it, are 10 sacrifices still cheaper than like uh exorcists even after their point increase they are yeah wow see i this love general- them still I, I think they're phenomenal. I mean, that's that's one of the things I hate about when you have such a good unit get a points increase, such a necessary unit, mm-hmm. like because it, it, it just it just means it's just attacks on your army. There's no way there's no way to get around like paying for them, paying for the points increase because I I can't envision a a sister's army without at least one decent sized unit of sacrosins. They're just that good. Yeah, I I agree with that. I I think they're one of the best units in their codex. Still, I think they're mm-hmm. incredible. Like what? <laughs> yeah, the what? only trick is to how to arm them, you know, like the yeah. halberds of the. One of the things I'm really coming around to is uh, the six uh, model Seraphim unit. If uh, you guys probably know about this, but you can deep strike that unit, spend CP to shoot it, and then do R and D, then do your rod. It's six small bases. You deep strike it down. You shoot it in the movement phase, and then at the end of the movement phase, you start the action. Um, so they deep strike down, and in a lot of cases clear away a screen for like your Zephyrum to then deep strike, or the Repentia to walk on a board edge, or something of that nature, and they just become an enabler for the rest of your army. That if I was interesting, if I was playing them right now, I'd consider taking two units of six Seraphim just to, just because of the flex. Is it's there, just is that strat like in the movement phase or does it happen just in the shooting phase still? Uh, when they when they shoot, 
it is immediately when they when they are deployed. Yeah, when they so are, that, that's expect. what makes them so strong, right? Because yeah. that's that's the old yeah. old school perfect ambush that I don't have anymore. Exactly, it's so, so good. They, Pop on down, use all their hand flamers, all their bolt pistols, get your, get your points for R&D and engage, and then, you know, have cleared the way for something else. It, it's really cool. I, I like this next list you picked out as well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Brett Tucker, you, you are the legend champion. of the weekend. Champion of the weekend. Just hands down, everybody who plays this gentleman starts with giving this guy a drink. Um, playing Iron Warriors, super heavy detachment and a patrol. Oh, you know, already everybody clap, clap, clap. It's got a freaking chaos. And Spartan. nine figures. Yes, <laughs> chaos Spartan, two greater brass scorpions, a warp smith, two units of ten cultists, and three obliterators because he wanted to waste some more points, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it so much, Brett. I hope you have the time of your life. That is an amazing list. I, I <laughs> those are probably like gorgeous greater brass scorpions too. They've got to be like really good looking models. I mean, come on. Think, think of the time you save every round. It's true. Yes. <laughs> you're just there to have fun at that point. You, you Win your game or lose your game in the first couple of turns. Like, all right, time to go drink and have a look at all the other cool models out here and the games going on. Enjoy that. That menu. is the best. Love it. Yes, I love it as well. I think there's a phenomenal, a phenomenal list. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and Brett, you are the champion of the of, of the show. All right. Next up, we have uh, Gavin Heritage. He's playing Admech. This is a Lucius Battalion. It is a defense cohort. Tells you what you're going to see, but I wanted to point it out because unlike the Orc list, this is another one that can just catch you out and beat you because you just don't see it coming. Um, it's got a Dominus Technoarchaeologist, three units, sorry, five units of three breaches, three units of five Corpuscari, two Data Smiths, and two units of five Castellan Robots. And that's the list, boys. I mean, you know I like this list already. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. selling robots, I mean, they're the meta breaker. I mean, I, look, we, we sometimes talk a lot about this is an innovative list and people have really you know thought about what they and – I, and I believe that's the case. But Castellan robots are like the best thing that people are not playing on the regular. Uh, I actually think you're, uh, you're right there. It is an absolute sleeper um, of a unit. As soon as you give it the um, minus one damage, which is what you get from the defense cohort, you make it Lucius as well, so they get the, the extra save. It's just such a pain to kill. And it's a thing that can really be res- – it, it's one of the last real units that feels resilient in this current environment, in this current meta. And so I think – uh, a good pick by Gavin. I, I like. I like his. They have a, a wide range of options too for equipment. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can really kind of tailor them to to what you feel like you're going to expect, or kind of split the difference. And even when you split the difference, you're not really sacrificing uh, too much offense or defense. Agreed. I do like that it's got the smaller breach units. I see a lot of people doing five um, five models. In the units, I feel like it's a bit too big. The bases are too big. You end up with one guy on the other side of a wall because their, their bases are gigantic and they're not that speedy. And so I do like the smaller units. It gives you a lot more flexibility. Now, I will say that he has a lot of points invested, even even when they got the decrease <laughs> in points. This is easy. Uh, you know, what is that? 1,200 points or something? In the, in the Castellan and their the yeah. and their, their two data smiths? Yeah, you're, not, yeah. you're probably not wrong. <laughs> That's a lot of points, but I mean, but still, if they bring it up, if they, if they do what they're supposed to do, they're going to make back those points and more. Yeah, yeah. Spot but on. May, maybe is that maybe that's it? Maybe maybe the six that I was suggesting previous is too few. That's and not ten. Well, you need ten. So they're they're ninety a piece, and then you pay for the fossil blasters, the um the the 
is phosphors. So an extra five points a pop there. So yeah, at most they could be a hundred points a pop. So he's got a thousand points there plus the two data smiths. So you're not you're not wrong. It's probably around eleven hundred and twelve hundred ish points in just that play. So I hope you're good at it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's people. It's going to catch people kind of by surprise. And you know, when they like, well, I go to charge them. Well, you probably don't want to do that. And let me show you why. Or I want to shoot them. Well, great. You didn't even remove a model, and now mm. I'm coming back at you. You know, there's so much well, and maybe and, he has enough there and then when they charge you when they sold a flare over to you with their with the lucius relic and they get a they put the the, the doctrinas on and whatever it is to get the good charge and you go i thought i was safe and oh dear god there's five robots on my doorstep now i'm hitting you on twos you know. yeah it gets rough but yeah this is this is going to be a really interesting event um the no custodies just uh well i feel like the no custodies means that the, the tower is going to win but let's not talk about that let's be interesting Look, um, I realize I that it's right in love. front of my face, but I'm picking this list to be the winner. The Admech list? I was about to say, yeah, if I'm not picking Tower, I'm picking this Admech list because I think it faces up against Tower quite well. Huh. I'm taking the Greater Brass Scorpion, man. There's no way that yeah. guy can't win this. This is just... oh, good, good, <laughs> good point. It's just you know, with with the with that many Castellan, I, I don't know. I don't know if the Tower have enough shots. What is fierce, What is scary is that they might. <laughs> that, that's really that's, that we'll see yeah, yeah you're right we'll know we'll know next week when they re- yeah, all hits and wounds it's just like yeah okay i guess i'll wait here while you finish rolling all your dice and see if i have anything mm-hmm. left it's so much shooting now, adam is that your actual pick or do you have, uh, have another pick for oh, no, I'm, going, no, I'm going the admac as well stuff it sweet all right Look, now leave some heritage <laughs> here we go to this iron man event 28 players Five rounds, one day, 28 people enter, one person leaves as the victor. What are we going to see there? Well, 100% of the factions listed because they did the right thing too. They did. Of the two two sections of this world that I thought would not have their shit together, the Scots and the Aussies would have been up there. (laughs) But no. (laughs) They're the ones that did the right thing. Well done, Did the right thing. Well done. Yeah, I love it. All right, so the quick and dirty stats here. We got the Imperial Super Faction. There is one Sisters, three Custodies, one Admac, and one Grey Knight. There is Space Marine Super Faction, one Dark Angel, and one Death Watch. The Chaos Super Faction, one Death Guard, and one Renegade Knight. The Xeno Super Faction has three Orcs and seven Tau. Just to point that out, between Tau and Custodes, that makes up one th- more than one-third of the factions well, at this tournament. Tau's a quarter. Tau's a quarter. Tau is a quarter of this, of this tournament. Oh, my God. The Hive Mind Super Faction is two Tyranids, one GSC, and then the Eldari Super Faction is one mixed Eldari, three Harlequins, one mm-hmm. Suriani, which makes the faction podium with Tau, obviously, at the front with seven. And then the Custodes, Harlequin, and Orcs all tied at three, and then a bunch of twos. So it's a really good spread aside from that huge spike of Tau that is just... I, 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 like, I like Elgin better, guys. I just, just put it out there. This is, yeah. this is like my country, and I'm like the Scott. Nah, like the Scottish event better. Just yeah. think about it, man. It's, uh, I think the format of the event is influences some of the army choices. Agreed. agreed. Which is not bad. I mean, you got to play to the event. I mean, I, I 100% think you have to play to the event. It, well, it does so, look like they use the, the new Harlequins. Uh, 100% or, they the are. New Eldari are there for sure. For 100% sure. they are. In fact, I'm picking Harlequins to win this so event. So am I, because they're <laughs> actually really good in the Tau. Or at least a lot better than they were. <laughs> yeah, a lot better than they were. And I feel like that unknown factor will be the thing that they leverage to win mm. this one. Um, and also, because because to, like, this is what Paul says all the time, there's seven tower players. They're all going to get a hundreds turn one, around 
round one and they're all going to knock each other out round two because yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a small field i mean like essentially after after round two if the tail haven't knocked each other out they're all playing each other by default because you're down to a quarter of the field undefeated yeah, you guys deserve each uh, other that's fine and they 100% will deserve each other if that happens. The first of the the players uh, top list in attendance. This is uh, Mark Denham. He's playing. Uh, oh, sorry, I did the I exclusively did the Aldari lists for for this breakdown because it's the first time we've seen them and we've talked about all the other ones already. I feel like in this show, but we haven't talked about a single Aldari one because I was saving it for this event because I knew it was in play. Um, so this is and uh, the reason I did this one because it's the first kind of time we're going to talk about a Drakari and Harlequins splice. Uh, soup. This is Strife, Artists of Flesh patrols, and then a Light Seedath patrol as well. It's got two succubus, five witches, ten hellions, and six reavers for the Strife component. It's got Homunculus, three times five racks, four grotesques, and three talos with a raider as the Artists of Flesh component. Then it has a troop master, only five troop, and two units of two void weavers for the Harlequins component, boys. What do you think? Uh, I think that is the best way to run like the, the Harlequin attachment. If you're gonna, that, that is, it brings good shooting and the light just means they're getting hit on no better than fours. You can still give them that minus one to hit. Like they're, they're just a pain in the butt and their damage profile got so much better. Like, that is the most improved weapon I have ever seen in 40 K. I think the, the which one are you weaver, talking about? The void weaver, the main cannon. Yeah. From, the, the, well, the, the, uh, from the, the smaller strength shot or the high powered shot. Well, the prism cannon in general, like both both of its profiles are just they're just better by far than what it used to be. Like it's I think no the, comparison. Like the haywire cannon's very good, but we expect we pretty much expected that profile after we saw what like Scourge's got and like the Talos haywire. And so that one hasn't blown everybody's socks off, but the prism cannon has people sitting down and going, oh, "Wow, this is a." A good for all occasions weapon. Yep. Um, and remember, so remember in previous weeks, kind of the last couple of weeks, we've been calling out when we do Drukari lists. This one has a Ravager. This one has two Ravagers. This one has a Ravager. This one has two Ravagers. Well, this is just what the Void Weavers are now. Yep. There's no more Ravagers. You just take the Void Weavers instead. They're better. They're harder oh, to kill, and they're in more places. Yep. Yeah, good spot. Yep, mm. they're very good, especially the Light Patrol, like I said. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, makes them so good. Uh, this is this is kind of the what I expected to see first list. Like Matt's pretty much apart from the two by two void weavers, he's gone with one of everything: one unit of three talos, one unit of grotesques, one unit of hellions, one unit of reavers. He's kind of the let's see what works well with this patrol of harlequins now. Yeah, this feels like a, like a test drukari exactly. list, and then yeah. the harlequins are just like I, I'm pretty sure this is what's good with them. Exactly, <laughs> I'm pretty set on this this patrol. Let's see what how the how the drukari yeah. can hold up their end now. Exactly. Um, next on, so we had three harlequin lists, and I just did an analysis of all three lists um, because harlequins have so few options. There was really no point reading out one list when I can pretty much read out all three in the same the same amount of time. Um, all three lists are light. All three lists are battalions. All three lists have a single choppy troop master, that being a Kegarax Rose troop master with um, uh, a bunch of extra stuff. Uh, all have a Shadow Seer with Mirror Architect. Uh, I think one or two of them have an additional Shadow Seer as well, but that's the um, minus six inch range um, mm -hmm. pivotal roll. Um, there are 12 five man troop across, across all three lists. And two ten mans, which are both in the same list. Um, and seeing as they're battalions, that tells you how much what the distri distribution is like. Um, two, three death jesters. One list has two. One list has one, and one list has none. Oh, only, who didn't take one? 
I know, I know, Moby doesn't have the model yet. Um, there's one unit of Skyweavers across all three lists. There's only one unit of Skyweavers. It is that a five. Is interesting. It is very interesting, I, I thought. And this is the kicker, right? There's three <laughs> lists. There's 25 Void Weavers across three lists. Yeah. 25. That's uh, two of those you lists. You can squadron have... them, so that's not yeah. crazy. Three, two, two of the lists have three by three. Three of three and one list has two units of three and then there are 11 star waves 11 transports so just the sheer amount of boats that is 36 boats across three lists essentially an average of 12 boats per list um what the crap see (laughs) i feel like anytime a new codex comes out and this many people start spanning one specific unit and because of the harlequins like they have a very small like choice of units as it is it's very mm-hmm. easy to identify with these these models that are so so valuable i'm gonna i'm gonna besmirch my own people for a minute and say 3d printer go burr because there's no freaking way anybody had nine no, void weavers done or purchased not. in time to field in this list in two no, weeks nobody even had three <laughs> even even you three. freaking harlequin people, you don't have three. <laughs> There's just no know, freaking man. way. Don't, Never. A, nobody you know, motivation to win is uh, sometimes enough. That's all you need. Oh my so god. So good. So good. There's, so I'm picking harlequins to win this yep, one because I'm... I think they have the right combination of speed and shenanigans to beat Tau. But that's only because I don't think the Tau lists are adjusting exclusively for harlequins, which they can do down the line. And I think they do do in certain ways, like e.g., every single cross. Master Suit now has a Flamer as one of its guns, and all of a sudden, Harlequins become less of a problem. Um, they do have options to ignore Overwatch, but they can't. you can't ignore Overwatch everywhere. Um, and they start making... charging there. That's true, but you can... Oh, man. Flamers will still kill boats on the Overwatch. That's Flamers they'll, they'll plus Cyclics plus Airbursts. That's true, that's true. That's yes, they, they just throw, throw a boat but, into it, and then you charge it with other things. <laughs> but see, Five Mans aren't where it's at, though. So your Five Mans no, not going to worry about Crisis Team. Man, give stuff. It's more like it's the characters. It's a five man and a solitaire. It's a five man and a troop master. These are the things that are going to start taking pounds of flesh. Um, and so I do think Tau can adjust, and that their book is ferociously deep that they'll have opportunities. But I don't think it will be yet. I think Harlequins are going to get the better of this one, and that's that's my pick. I mean, I'm cool with that. You know, introducing this stuff in the ecosystem that makes people make list choices, mm-hmm. and so for it really it ends up opening up for everybody because mm-hmm. oh yeah, not not the same weapon well, profiles. Very very healthy list. for the meta. Uh, uh, right now, as long as Tau is good into Custodes, t- t- they tend to breeze through everything else. But now, hopefully, there's a cog, a cog in the system. And maybe there's a, a further cog to be thrown when people start getting their Craft Worlds and Harlequins list together. Or maybe there's Drukari and, and Harlequins list will, will start to come to the fore as well. And we'll start to get, like, some kind of rock, paper, scissors. And if that happens, that gives opportunities for the, the A-tier armies, the, the B-tier armies. I mean, to actually have some inroads because they can start mm-hmm. taking for specific choices rather than just being smashed out of hand. Yeah. There um, we go. Yeah, I kind of want to argue that we now have like, you know, two pairs of scissors, two rocks, two papers kind of thing, which, oh, but, which really le- leaves some cracks uh, for some innovative lift, list design mm-hmm. to make its way into these, uh, you know, final rounds, you know, in, in the in the T-whip position, as it's sometimes referred to. Yeah. Love I would it. agree with that for sure. That's a good idea. Uh, we'll, we, like we, yeah, we shall see. Uh, so th- now we're going to move to a segment we call the Fuego Repeto. If you're new here, this is where we give ourselves uh, a series of rapid fire topics. We normally do this live and we have a clock where we have two minutes to run down each thing. I'm going to put some new rules in for this. Just fire off your best answer. One answer, then we move on. We'll do this. Uh, this one's, we were going to record this on March 10th, 
so it was going to be about Mario. Now we're not recording on March 10th, but it's still going to be about <laughs> Mario. That's just your preference as to why it's going to be all Mario related. And I'll read off a question. One, one answer, fire it out. Best Mario related game. Dustin. Ooh, there's so many good ones. I'm actually going to say the Mario Party series. Adam. Smash Brothers. Super Smash Brothers. Super Mario Brothers original. Best <laughs> character in Ooh. Mario Kart. Adam, what you got? Donkey Kang. Dustin? That depends on the one we're talking about. We're gonna, I'm going to say Wario. Man, it's Toad. Everybody knows it's Toad. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite Man. weapon in Smash Brothers. Now, I'm going to, like, I don't know if it's a weapon or not, but it's what I consider the weapon. But Adam, we'll start with you. Man, the, the hammer, I guess? I can't remember many of them. I mean, there was the... What? Yeah, you the even ha- said Smash Bros. was your favorite one? You can't even remember all Let, of them? Let's go with character. Favorite character look, in Smash look, Brothers. Let's I'm, do a Smash I'm not big on. I'm not big on Mario overall, right? I was a Sega family. Thank you very much. <laughs> let's go. Fa- favorite, favorite character in Smash Brothers. <laughs> favorite character. You can do that one, can't you? Fox. Oh, you... Somewhat original. Listen, <laughs> what you got. That's the only one I can use. Mega Man. <laughs> Mega Man. Ooh, I'm choice. going with Link. Good choices. Uh, best casting for upcoming Mario film. I'm going to assume this means dream casting. Like, who would you pick? Well, they as, already have uh, the cast listed, don't they? Or at least a lot of it. I don't have it in front of me. This is a rapid fire segment. I don't have time to search. <laughs> okay, okay. Go for it. Go for it. I'm going to say Matt Damon. Boop. As Mario? I'm not going to say who for or why. Oh, just, 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 <laughs> just throw it out a name. Right in name. Uh, all right, one sec. Let me Google somebody. Uh, uh, well, oh, no, no, no. I, I got my answer. It's, it's animated too, isn't it? Yeah, it's animated. So Charles Martinet, Mar- Martinet hands down. Like there's there's no – why would you even do anybody else? <laughs> Sweet, Robert, Robert De Niro. No, oh, Christopher, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Oh my God, you guys are <laughs> ruining this movie. We'll let him go back. Best moment from live action Mario film from the nineties. Uh, I'll go first with that one. I'll go first with that one. The uh, the credits. That was the best moment. I, I'm gonna go the I'm gonna go the post credits with the optimism that they thought they'd get another movie. <laughs> That's that's the highlight. I can't. I cannot beat that answer. So we will. Uh, we'll close this out. Look, this has been an interesting show. So look, normally we get the chat and people can contribute to the. You know, we where we encourage folks if you're playing in these events that we you know that we're talking about to join in the chat. People let us know what they're doing for their hobby time or whatever. It's normally a live show. Some technical difficulties prevented that. So we really thank you all for listening to this this kind of podcast, not live format. This will not be what we uh, go with next week. So be a part of the action. Come join us on Thursdays. Uh, on the Frontline Gaming Network on Twitch, YouTube, the uh, Competitive 40K Facebook group. Uh, leave some comments, like, share, and subscribe. That's like a hassle-free way that you can interact with a show that kind of lets the algorithms know, uh, maybe encourages other people to come and hang out with us. It's been, a, it's been a fun time. Always enjoy this, boys. Until next week. See you then. We'll see y'all.